Diet Fiction, written and read by me, Chris Cordes. Chapter 1. Creatures of Habit We are all creatures of habit. We're always used to doing the same thing, repeating the same thing over and over. We find it difficult to change because this pattern is familiar for us. It is something we've grown accustomed to. It is something we are familiar with. It is something we're close to. So breaking habits can be very difficult for some people. There was a woman who was 22 and she couldn't stop eating ice cream. I told her, one day, try just eating bananas for a whole day. And she did. She came back to me and she said, I did not have a craving for ice cream. And I thought that was an amazing thing. That she could substitute bananas with ice creams, which is wonderful. So I told her, try it again. But this time with a different fruit. Something that you'd like more, maybe grapes. And she did. So... Breaking the habit is by doing change little step-by-step changes. When you do those little step-by-step changes, everything changes. Habits can be broken. They're not set in stone. Habits are something that we've developed. We've developed into our lives and we find it difficult to remove But in fact, it's not that difficult. There are steps to take, and along the way, in this book, we will find that out. Chapter 2. Reprogram Your Mind There's something controversial for some and some not so controversial. You have something called subliminal MP3s or hypnosis mp3s to lose weight or to have money once it goes into your subconscious mind and the subconscious mind accepts it it brings it to fruition it happens it comes true everything happens with the subconscious mind That's why hypnosis is very important and it helped a lot of people quit smoking and lose weight. Reprogramming your mind can be done by baby steps. Altering one thing every day. Just do one different thing every day and see what will happen. So you can do a 30-day subliminal listening It's usually half an hour or an hour. And after 30 days, the subconscious mind will automatically change. And try reprogramming yourself by just changing little things every day. No matter what it is, even if it's something stupid, just try to change it. If you're used to having a Kit Kat in the morning, have, I don't know, anything else that you like. Even if it's something that's fattening. Try that. Chapter 3. 
Start from scratch everything you have learned in the past. Try to unlearn it. We've been taught, we've been told that we need to finish our plate. If we're not hungry anymore, why should we f finish the plate? You know, it's something, a guilt in us that makes us feel guilty if we don't finish the plate. You can just put it in the fridge and eat it later. I don't know why some parents force their children to finish the plate. This is something that comes back to haunt you when you grow up. So start from scratch. Everything you have learned, forget about it. All the foods that you like, all the foods that you don't like, forget about them. Forget about diets. Forget about what your doctor told you. Forget about what your fitness trainer told you or what your mother told you. Focus on starting from scratch. Chapter 4. Lifestyle Change You're going to take a big step now. A step forward and decide that you want to be healthy and that you want to be thin and that you love your body no matter what and that you're doing it for you, not for anybody else. This also means you need to take away toxic people from your life. People who criticize you. People who are negative towards you. People who leave you drained. You need to forget about them. It's better than being alone than with bad company. So try little things to change your lifestyle. Think of health. What do you think in your mind when you think of health? Everyone is different and they think of many different things. To have a lifestyle change is to, to make a, a huge massive change over your life. A big makeover over your life. And that is what you do need. Chapter 5. Self-help books and your self-esteem. There are some great self-help books out there. Stop reading romance fiction. It gets you nowhere. You want to ameliorate your life. You want to make it better. So get some books that will actually boost your self-esteem. You don't get that enough and you need that. There are some tactics you can learn about really boosting your self-esteem. And when you're boosting your self-esteem, you start to love yourself more. And when you love yourself more, you accept yourself more. And then you treat yourself and your body better by eating better food. One of my favorite books by Roger Gold, Dr. Roger Gold, is called Shrink Yourself. And it's all about emotional eating and how emotional eating makes us eat like crazy. And we don't know the cause, we don't know why. We never try to search for the cause. Why do we do that? We come back from work and we find ourselves in the fridge eating a cake. But what led us to that? There's always a reason. Or a boss told us a bad comment 
or a co-worker told you something negative, you always have to ask, why am I eating this? Why am I doing that? So this is important. Remember that. Chapter 6. Changes. You need to make some drastic changes if you want to change your life and change your body. You need to move and, and do stuff. Walk more. Don't take the elevator. Take the stairs. Stop eating popcorn at night. Stop snacking on chocolate. These are the basic kind of rules. So little changes, slowly, slowly, step by step. And that's how you will move forward. So you have to take every day, make one change. And keep with it. Don't alter it. Keep that change. Let it be a positive change. Keep a food journal with you and write down everything that you've eaten during the day. The next day, read it. Chapter 7. Alter Routines You need to change your routines in your life if you want anything to progress or to become positive in your life. You need to move forward with uplifting things, uplifting people, buy yourself gifts, go to the spa, call a friend when you feel like you want to eat something bad. You need that emotional support. Emotional eating is the destruction of what obese people have become. And that is a really bad and really sad thing, but and another thing, a lot of obese adults have been abused as children and that's one of the reasons that they became obese. They would eat, eat a lot, eat a lot of food just to protect themselves. So they would eat a lot and I, I, I said to myself, I said, that's an extreme reaction to someone's lust over you. Chapter 8 The Right Foods Here we move in into the treasure box. There, are, there have been so many diets out there. So many different diets. And again and again I, I go back to one diet and I prefer it the most. It's the Atkins diet. I will go back to it because it started in 1977 and it truly helped people lose a lot of weight. All these newer diets, people are not losing as much. You need protein and fat to burn fat. And what are the right foods? You can have beef, lean beef, lean chicken, lean salmon, lean any kind of fish and you can have with it vegetables that are non-starchy for example carrots are starchy so you would have instead broccoli or celery or anything green and that's important 
because you do need vegetables. But try to have more protein shakes. Try them to be organic. Drink whey protein. Do not, and I mean it, do not take any diet pills. Diet pills can cause a lot of depression and other wrong things for the brain. And so, when you eat protein, you become satiated faster. Your sugar level doesn't go up and down so quickly. It stays balanced. That's why protein is the main cause of us not overeating. And you would find so many actresses have been on the Atkins diet for so long. And they love it and they stick by it and they think it's, it's easy. So what you need to avoid? Everything white. White sugar, white flour, white bread, white rice, white pasta. These need to go. They're bleached. What you need to bring in is oats and meat and kale and broccoli. Lots of greens. Not so much beans because beans have they're good but they, they have a lot of calories in them. Lentils are wonderful because they're very high in protein. And you have other options. You have the vegan options too like tofu or soybean. Those are great and you won't regret it because it will fill you up. Now if you want to have a snack which I don't condone because I think if we eat three meals a day, good meals a day, then we don't feel like we need a snack. But if you do want a snack, I would say go for an apple or for a banana. If you're feeling meaty, go for a beef jerky. But not the beef jerky that has sugar in it, the normal beef jerky and have grapes all around the house you know when you want to nibble on something instead of popcorn eat grapes because they're high in sugar but the right sugar and they keep you satiated too oils to avoid you should avoid sunflower canola all these type of refined oils and switch to coconut oil or olive oil. These other ones are not healthy for you. So only use coconut oil or olive oil. Chapter 9 Willpower is key. You have no idea how strong your willpower is. When you put it to the test, you will see how strong it is. For instance, I told myself, that's it, no more junk food, I'm never eating it again. And I made a promise to myself, and then suddenly I stopped craving it. I stopped craving junk food, and everything went away. So make a statement, a powerful intention in your mind, and tell your subconscious mind, I will stop this food. 
whatever it may be. If it's something that you're addicted to, like chocolate or gummy bears, you tell yourself, I will stop this food forever. And you stick to it. And you stick to it, and then it becomes easier and easier and easier. Willpower can lead us to so many places. And it's important to know that we have that power. Chapter 10. Emulate your role model. So, copy your role model. Whoever it is, a woman or a guy, try to find out what diet they eat. If you want to look fit like them, if you want to be like them, follow their diet. If you find it hard, then try to adjust it your way. But having a role model can be can be fun and it can be empowering because you feel like you're you're gonna be your role model basically so it's important to remember that it's not just once or twice that you copy you try to copy the lifestyle the diet you find out their entire diet and you go for it when you go to a restaurant you don't have to finish the whole plate. Usually they have big portions. So ask for a doggy bag and take it home and eat it the next day. Don't be tempted to eat it that same night. Eat it the next day. Other tricks. If you're going to the movies, do not eat popcorn. Their popcorn is extremely high in calories. Put in your bag some carrots or some cucumbers and snack on those those are good try to snack on vegetables as much as you can and make it fun for yourself change the vegetable every time for lunch you can have you can make a kale salad with some chicken and balsamic vinegar and oil that's delicious or you can have a smoked salmon in the oven. It's very delicious. There's so many recipes that you can do with, with a protein diet. And I think that for me, I wouldn't call it Atkins per se. Because I'm also pro-vegetables. But um, I am against those high carbs. So I think that protein just stabilizes the hunger when we feel hunger you eat a piece of chicken and you will see how you'll be relaxed but not fried chicken of course grilled or baked baking is probably one of the best and the healthiest way of eating do not fry don't fry food it's it's unhealthy and they have these machines that you can get. They look like toasters. And you can cook the chicken or the beef in it. Those are good too. So everything we've learned about food is distorted. Meat does not cause cancer. There's no evidence. No scientific, no scientific proof that meat causes cancer. Yes, there have been reports. But I do not believe that. I think 
during the the medieval, the I don't know how long ago, they would eat meat all the time and heavily, and nothing would happen to them. And for cholesterol, there is one protein that does give cholesterol, and it is shrimps. So if you can avoid shrimps or eat it once a week is fine. Eating butter is good. Butter is is very healthy for the body, especially if you're cooking with it. Research why butter is good for me, and you'll find out. The only way for anything to change is for you to do all these steps that I have given you. There you will find your reward and you will be very proud of yourself and you will say, I did it for me. So let's go over some foods that are good and some foods that are bad. A salad is great. But you do need like a casserole maybe of vegetables. So you get zucchini, tomato, asparagus and um, lots of onions and garlic and eggplants and you just cook them all together. The smell is amazing. You don't need to eat it with rice. We don't need rice. And so you enjoy it and you can flavor it the way you want to if you like paprika if you like uh, other herbs that are your favorites like basil or anything like that you can add to it and there are many good soups you can do a broccoli soup you can do a mushroom soup you can have your steaks or your chicken have them baked, I think it's much better and you'll enjoy the taste. And you can pour on it some coconut oil so it'll become a bit crispier when it comes out. So these are the facts of food and I mean why do we need ice cream? Why do we need chocolate? We don't. It's just a habit. From the first chapter I said it's a, it's a habit that we can break. Can we break it? Absolutely. With the willpower chapter. You can break anything. You can change the habit anytime you want. Let me share my story. All my life I was fat. And, <clears throat> and then I became really fat. And then I became obese. So I had to do a gastric sleeve surgery and I lost the weight. But then I started drinking alcohol. For some reason I've heard from many people that when you do a gastric sleeve you don't like food as much but you turn to alcohol and this is what happened to me. I turned to alcohol and I wasn't eating as much but alcohol was making me fat and fat and fat and I gained the weight back. It was only through one prayer, I don't remember the day, eight months ago, I said, please God, make me skinny, this is all I want. 
I'll do whatever you want. And I forgot about it. And then a month later, my habit of eating, my habit of thinking about food, the way I thought about food was so different. I saw it just as nutrition, not as some drug. Food is not a drug. And I started losing and losing and losing. And now I'm 69 kilograms and, I, and I'm 62 feet tall. Size zero model. So that is amazing because of the prayer, because of everything that happened. So always pray, pray and just have your faith and things will change. God does hear us. He knows what we need. And I think it's important to have faith in whatever you do and whatever you think of. Having faith can bring miracles, a myriad of miracles. And try very hard not to eat processed foods, all types of processed foods. All types of drinks that contain aspartame in them, like Diet Pepsi, Diet Coke. They contain a sweetener called aspartame, and that causes brain damage. So instead of that, have a juice, get a blender, make a smoothie, get some bananas and, and strawberries and, and make a juice out of it. It's even tastier than 7-Up or Pepsi. You can even add sparkling water to make it fizzy if you like. See, you can be creative. You can do whatever you want with your food. But every time you prepare your food, prepare it in a loving way. And you will enjoy it more. Every time you make a meal, say thank you. And I always... Notice that whenever I say thank you to every meal, I, I never gain weight. I feel like God has blessed my food for it not to be so calorific, you know. And I just feel that from all those years I've been eating before, it was all automatic. It was just like, you know, wobbling, you know, just um, engorging food, you know. I used to just eat, eat, stuff myself, stuff myself, just to kill the emotions, just to kill the pain away. I would watch friends, order pizza, and then order McDonald's again. That was my lifestyle. Until it came to this eight months ago where the prayer changed everything. I was so grateful and I'm still grateful. And I hope that never goes away because I'm happy where I am. And I'm just filled with gratitude. And I will never give up. And you should never give up. Because you know you deserve better. And you know you can do it. Thank you.